Sosa. Stop Nintendo on the Apple stage. Is that it? Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed very, it. very prescient. Yes. Ripped from the headlines. Torn. Daniel O'Dwyer. Hey, what up? Torn from the headlines. O'Dwyer. That's what they call me. They call me Drew Scanlon. Because this is Alt F1, podcast about speedy race cars. That is Italian for I'm taking a break. Oh, is that who's taking a break? Is that Jensen Button? Jensen Button. Is it me? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's right. Uh, in case you have not heard the news, <gasps> and why would you? This is a Formula One podcast, not some sort of video game weird thing. Right. Danny O'Dwyer is leaving GameSpot. I am. I'm leaving GameSpot. But we're going to keep doing Alt F1. Yes. Green Fear fl- not. Green flag. Green, green flag. flag. <laughs> yeah, we're still good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I I kind of want to. It come doesn't in. matter where you go. Yeah, we can Skype Skype it. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you're around, you can come in the office. There is nothing happening in the future that is going to stop me from doing things on Giant Bomb, except that I won't be here in the building. Yeah. But like, there's nothing like I'm not I'm not go- I'm not going anywhere where I'd have to sign a contract, which would be like you can't do anything else. Right. I so uh, yeah. and you're being KG for now. Yeah, for now. Announcements coming soon. Soon. Monday. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. not Monday. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Or you will, yeah, you'll know by Monday or on Monday. I don't know. I don't know. Who Fo- knows? Follow Danny O'Dwyer on Twitter. Sure. Why not? Uh, but enough about you, Danny. Gosh. Jesus Christ. Let's talk about uh, the Italian GP, which was this weekend. It was. And it's the, it's one of the only ones that I did not watch live. I didn't when I oh. was back home because mm-hmm. it was, I forget what it was. Oh, it's getting married. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then this one was, PAX was on. And yes. up in Seattle. We were for a video game convention. Indeed. And I was working long days, like four days of uh, editing Boy, video. Well, you guys packed it in. Yeah, there was only two of us went up to do the video stuff. So mm. I was shooting and capturing footage and then working really long days. Wow. And staying in a hotel. And I just couldn't. Pax is hard, but I couldn't get up at five in the morning for one. Yeah, it man. would have absolutely murdered me. So um, I watched, uh, I caught some uh, highlights after the fact, extended highlights. Oh, okay. But it, uh, it looks like I didn't miss the craziest race. Yeah. Like it seems pretty, some interesting stuff, but. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. Uh, interesting in terms of, I think, well, without spoiling anything, interesting in terms of, in, in terms of the front. And, mm. you know, there was some, some incidents and whatnot. But yeah, shall we get into it? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah I'm so kind of interested to know what happened around that I might have missed the subtle stuff that maybe wasn't shown very well in the in the highlights. Okay, there's also a lot of news to get to, so maybe the, we'll... Uh, that's true. I'll try to speed through the race. Um, cool. Uh, but still hit uh, all the important parts. Before the race started, uh, Grosjean had a gearbox change. Oh. There's a problem with it at the end of Free Practice 3. But fortunately, his teammate, Esteban Gutierrez, got into Q3 for the first time right. for the Gene House team. Yeah, I saw him battling up the front a little bit there, actually. So congrats. I wondered how it happened there. Esteban. Esteban. And uh, one Lewis Hamilton edged his teammate Nico Rosberg for the pole position by five seconds. I'm sorry. 0.5 <laughs> seconds. Wait, half a second? But it might as well be five seconds because that's a lot. That's in, a lot. In F1? In F1. Half a second, yeah. Your I mean, teammate. I mean, 0.5 seconds mean, means that he like skipped a fucking chicane or something. Right. Or half, or half five seconds, I mean. Yeah. Means uh, he found a new way around the parabolic and nobody knows about it. Uh, <laughs> it's a straight line. <laughs> uh, here's the rest of the grid. Hamilton on pole, followed by Rosberg, and then Fettel, Raikkonen, uh, Botas, Ricardo, then Verstappen. Right, okay. So Botas mixing up the Ferrari Red yeah. Bull party. Uh, behind Verstappen in eighth spot is Perez, followed by his teammate Hulkenberg, and then Gutierrez in the top ten spot. Nice work. Um, that must have definitely taken eased the sting out of Grosjean's gearbox. Um, yeah, because he would have been obviously. Uh, yeah, so he qualified twelfth. Okay. Um, 
Am I straight to the back? Uh, it's five spots, so okay. he'll, oh, he'll yeah, start right. 17th. You didn't get the 75 spot one that Hamilton got. <laughs> right, <laughs> for changing his entire engine. <laughs> uh, Mass is in 11th, followed by Alonzo <laughs> Verline in his manner, got up to 13th spot mm. uh, qualifying. Button in 14th. Nice. He's not done yet. Nope. Uh, Signs. It's pretty high qualifying for him. Fiat, mm. Grosjean, Nazar, Ericsson, Palmer, Magnuson, and Esteban Ocon. Sitting at the back. Sitting at the back. No In his manner. You know, he's yeah. a noob. Um, That's pretty good, actually. He's, he's in the safest spot going into that turn one, two situation. It's to be at the back. Watch them all fucking crash into each other and skip the chicane. <laughs> exactly. Figure it out. And you just sit back and take over. Reap the rewards. Exactly. And Curva Grande just... Because I love that. Because they're all like shifting back into formation and trying to like not be in the wrong spot. So you can just go vroom and spin all past them. Exactly. Mm. While they're all careening out of control. Yeah. Um, interesting to note that, uh, Valtteri Bottas, this is, uh, something Will Buxton referred to while he was doing his grid walk. Valtteri Bottas changed a little, like, winglet or something on his helmet. Oh, I heard about this. Like a little aerodynamic thing. Yeah. And someone asked him before the race, uh, how, how much do you think that'll save you? And he's like, I don't know, a thousandth of a second. Yeah. He edged Daniel Ricciardo, uh, <laughs> by a thousandth of a second. That <laughs> <laughs> is the dumbest sport ever. Yeah, it's, it's so great. good. He just took off of friggin little spoiler on his head right <laughs> basically and it, why don't you just put like a sticker on the front of your car <laughs> right amazing yeah. yeah that's that's a that's a beautiful story had he is he had he said that before his qualification i think so that is great that yeah. is great so good oh it's like right rover stuff i love it yeah uh did you watch the start i did okay yes do you do you feel comfortable in sure. taking us through it all yeah, right let's do I, it i watched it in exhaustive detail actually the first couple of laps it's a it's an interesting start yeah i mean it seemed like it seemed like there was kind of two things that happened and the thing at the back actually distracted me from the thing at the front the first time i saw it mm-hmm. uh which was it seemed like hamilton started like he got he reacted to the lights properly mm. but for whatever reason immediately uh rosberg was get edging past him and then vettel just like gobbled them up like vettel just like drove around the outside of him yeah, and it didn't look like he had stalled or you know had had sort of messed up the the actual getting into first gear or whatever. But for whatever reason, he just it must have been some sort of I don't understand how the cars work on starts enough to to know some sort of like a clutch problem. But he really had trouble getting up through the gears. Hamilton, yeah, once he had once he had gotten off, um, so that like was a constant problem because it meant that he actually got gobbled off by a bunch of cars on what's kind of like a relatively like it's not the longest straight before the first turn in in the f1 calendar but by the time they got down to the first corner rosberg was ahead uh vettel was behind him i think uh he had been overtaken by ricardo and who else botas i guess Mm -hmm. no 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 wait no not ricardo what am i talking about by by both ferraris it would have been and then behind him was ricardo so it would have been botas and uh, Rosberg, Vettel, Raikkonen, Botas, Ricardo. Right. Okay. Yeah. They so all, all of them. Him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Hamilton pushed back to six. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um. Yeah. Really bad start. And then what was interesting at the back was there was at one stage they were like six cars wide on the straight. Uh, everyone tried to. Somebody got bogged down, and then I think somebody probably Verstappen. Right. Yeah. yeah so he had a bad start. start. Right. Yeah. So must maybe it was him because there was about. 
they the, the it's really wide there on that track. The pit wall is like kind of there's way too much concrete almost because <laughs> it's probably part of the it's part of the old circle, I believe, that part of the track. Uh where where they line up, there's actually a decent amount of um space to the right of that. Uh and yeah, they were there was two cars extra wide, I feel like, there, and they all sort of then bunched back into to place. But it looked like there was going to be some sort of contact because there was so much shuffling happening there between about three of the rows. Uh, but they all got out of that fine. But yeah, I had heard that Verstappen didn't get the best. Yeah, I've got a, a quote here from him after the race. Uh, I carried out the normal start procedure, but the RPM went down too far because the team had set the car a bit too aggressively. Instead of stalling like a normal road car would do, we have a program in the engine that makes sure the neutral comes in very quickly. Right. But if you need to pull the clutch in again and go back to first gear, you'll lose a lot of time. Mm. Um, but he says over the course of the whole season, we've always had good starts, so this can happen. You wouldn't need to lose together. Uh, of course, afterwards, you go and analyze what can be approved at the start. Uh, you wouldn't need to lose together, but it was the team's fault. <laughs> yeah. They said it too aggressively. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, maybe maybe so. Mm. Uh, similar talking out of um, Mercedes, Hamilton says, we never stop learning and improving. Uh, this year has been a hard year for us with our clutch. Uh, they'll be working very hard. It's not a quick fix, uh, so it's not something we can change for the next race. We've made a few improvements. We've seen better starts, but we're still caught out by the random variation that we have from one start to the other. Total Wolf said something, um, you know, as much as, like, I want to dislike Mercedes for mm. the, uh, the, the New York the Yankees effect oh, yes, of just, of- like, having a bunch of money and running away with it, yeah. I can't dislike Total Wolf. <laughs> uh, I think he's, uh, I like him, um, for reasons like this uh quote in this team i will never blame anybody not the driver not the engineer nobody if you start to blame this is where you start going downhill because people will try to protect their arse and have a conservative system in the place rather than putting the best development on the car that is true of any workplace yes that is absolutely on point yeah yeah he's a he's sharp dude yeah super sharp dude i've seen a lot of his face in that video game Every time, oh, yeah. every time somebody Polygonal wins, Total Wolf. it shows whoever won the race. Of course, it's always Mercedes, so you see a lot of polygonal Toto Wolf. Do they have an animation of him pounding the desk when <laughs> no. their drivers run into each other? <laughs> I saw him like grimace a bunch uh, on the, the shot of Hamilton getting overtaken. Yeah. Yeah, not a good start. Um, Great start for Rosberg. Totally, yeah. He uh, he got away clean. Um, that, and Yeah, that looked like he was maybe going to try and get him after Curva Grande. I mean, yeah, he, you to get him on the curve, or you don't. Right. Don't he he tried real hard, but Rosberg was just too fast mm. and and pulled away. Um, Fairline had a pretty good start and somehow was fighting for Stappen for like tenth or eleventh. Uh, oh, I guess that's because Verstappen dropped through the field, right. and they, they, a bunch of them ended up going through the. I guess uh, not through the chicane because they now blocked the chicane, mm-hmm. or sorry, not the exit road. I mean. Um, not through it, uh, but they sort of had to jump the curves and, and, and find another way around the corner. Uh, yeah. It's the turning angle there, I think, is the problem. It's kind of like the same effect you get on the Monaco um, at that place I always get wrong. Casino, whatever it is, the the, the super sharp turn. Mm-hmm. At, no, it's hotel, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, where it's diff- if they if they don't hit the first corner properly, that right-hander, the left one's incredibly difficult, and it's all gravel. So if they're going down there at speed, trying you know, struggling maybe to get the first one, and then there's also usually a car in the way as well. They just instead of like because you end up stopping, um, they just end up jumping yeah, it. I think it's probably the nature of the, it being a chicane too. It's fascinating. I like if you were to put like regular people in those cars in that situation. <laughs> It's it's you might get one through. 
it's unbelievable. I like the way in which it's like a bait ball or something, you know, with fish or like where they're all like eating the same thing in like a perfect circle. There's something about like F1 drivers where they're able to just get out of those situations where if when a crash happens that they all just know where to go, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I find incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That, I that guess it, you know, the they've been racing for a while. It's mm. probably all ingrained in their memories. Yeah. Sixth sense. You can see all the ghosts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of dead people, Gutierrez had a terrible start. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> How bad? Real bad, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Not that bad. Hmm. But he went from 10th to like 18th. Oh, esto bad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Lap two. Hamilton in sixth place. Trying it on Ricardo, but Ricardo defends nicely into hmm. turn one. Uh, but uh, Hamilton does easily get by on the outside of Curva Grande. Uh, Palmer and Nazar get into it yeah. at the first chicane, touch tires, and Nazar hops up, takes out Palmer's front wing, and uh, Nazar's wheel just gets disintegrated. And yeah. I think both of them retired. I know. He, well, he obviously did because his, his, yeah, he, he'd broken it completely. They were, I feel like Palmer was just like getting real close to him. His, his tire was sitting in between Nazar's two tires yeah. for. I guess both of them were technically because the interlocked, but uh, yeah, for and uh, it looked like maybe get away with it, and then no, just like direct contact. He didn't leave much space to be honest. No. But, yeah, uh, so after two laps, here are the big winners and losers. Hamilton dropped four spots to fifth. Verstappen four spots to eleventh. Grosjean made up five spots and is now right behind Verstappen. Oh wow! Is he ahead of Gutierrez at that stage? Uh, yeah, because Gutierrez is an eighteen. Jeez. All right. uh, Magnuson made up five to sixteenth place, and Button sadly dropped five to nineteenth. Wowza! Oh yeah. no. Um, let's see. This is like lap three or so. Hamilton might have a tough time now passing Botas because uh, Botas is fast and also has super soft tires to Hamilton's soft. So mm. I think Hamilton and Rosberg were the only two to start on soft tires in the top ten. Uh, everybody else on super softs. Uh, also, Potas has a Mercedes engine, so it's not exactly a uh, mm. a done deal. Mm. Um, it's a hot battle pack on lap seven between Ericsson, Button, Gutierrez, and Magnussen, which, you know, whenever... I, I love the fact that, well, one of the fun facts of McLaren being like a middling team is that mm. they've got two world champions who mix it up with these uh, yeah. other back-of-the-pack or mid-team teams. Mm. Has Hamilton gotten past Ricardo at this stage? Uh, yeah, it, it tests, happened. Right? It yeah. happened really quickly. Like the next lap, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Lap nine, Palmer did retire. Uh, Verstappen gets by Alonso for ninth with uh, DRS on the start finish straight on lap eight. Um, lap nine, Hamilton told to conserve tires, but Hamilton is Hamilton, so that may be difficult. He tries it on Botas uh, on the start finish straight, but Botas does a great job defending it. Mm. Uh, next lap, Hamilton does get by, Nails so it. that would be lap ten. Uh, and then over the radio, uh, rear tires are pretty wasted already. Well, yeah. Keep overtaking people. I mean, and this becomes sort of a more of a problem when we start to see how the tire strategy is playing out for, especially for Mercedes, um, in comparison to everyone else on the field. Uh, right. The Ferraris then sort of get into the pits, right? around then? Yeah. So people start pitting around lap 14 or so, uh, with Botas rejoining uh p13 this is a 53 lap race yeah I want to something say. like that so yeah and then Raikkonen and Vettel in uh, a few laps later at six lap 16 and 17 so both you, go you, from the super softs to the super softs yeah which means they need to put another pair on 
for their third stint, which would be a medium? Uh, presumably. Mm. Yeah, because, I mean, they um, are number one pitting early and number two going on to the uh, fastest degrading tire. So Vettel does get out ahead of Raikkonen. He has kind of a slow stop, though. Uh, meanwhile, lap... T- Whoa, really? Yes, we're up to lap 20 already. I know. I did, yeah, I was wondering when I was watching this, did, did that little happen? Yeah. I was sort of shocked. Uh, Botas and Ricardo, who have pitted, uh, get by Grosjean, who ends up in seventh place with all the passes, but uh, and he has not pitted. Um, meanwhile, Vettel is now 22 seconds to Hamilton. So right. Vettel's in third, Hamilton's in second, which is about the pit delta. Uh, so he needs, needs to make up some time on the super soft tires, especially since the Ferraris will have to stop again. Uh, whereas the Mercedes may not because they started on the soft tires. Yeah. So, he's, so th- that seems to be, yeah, Hamilton's going to go for a one stop, but yeah, he's got a lot of work to do. Right. Which you have to think like, even if, I mean, I'm I'm no strategist, but even if Sebastian had gotten out ahead of Nico, mm. how long could he have lasted on those super softs? And mm. like, go to the mediums? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the situation in which I I wish I'd watched the race because you get a better sense of that stuff, right? When you've watched the entire thing, it's not it's not like a done deal. No. Uh, but at this point, they're really sort of the Ferraris are really sort of racing uh, Williams and Red Bull, who are also on the two stop. Uh, but currently on soft tires themselves. Uh, this means Ferrari will have to stop earlier than them to make their medium tires last longer. So this will be interesting. Mm. Will it? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I wrote. Uh, maybe wishful thinking. Uh, lap 22, Perez gets by Grosjean for seventh place. Perez is on the new softs. Grosjean on 20 lap old soft tires. Mm. Um, I was wondering why he was doing up so high. So, yeah. So these guys on their new tires will uh, have to stop again. Grosjean, meanwhile, only has to stop once if he's trying to um, make up the time uh, and do a one stop. So curious to see how that will shake out. Lap 24, uh, Rosberg... Pitts goes on to medium tires from the softs and kind of slow and rejoins behind Hamilton. There was a point where the pit crew collided the tires, the tire that was coming off and the tire that were going on like touched oh, each really? other and like got snagged. Uh, it didn't end up mattering that much, but uh, not perfect. That's um, interesting. I, I'd love to watch that actually because obviously they managed to like clear the space and get the new one in. They mm-hmm. have a way of doing it, which you like never know, even though there must be a lot of thought that goes into it. Right. What the, yeah. what the margin is yeah. usually. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, lap 27, uh, Verline retired. Unfortunately, he had made it up to 14th place or hey, Pascal made it down to 14th place. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he started at 13th. He yeah. lost his fun. Uh, lap 34 is when Vettel pits again and goes on to the soft tire. Mm. Uh, kind of a slow stop. He rejoins in fifth spot behind Ricardo uh, ahead of Verstappen, who's now in sixth. Uh, and now we're thinking that Ricardo is maybe trying to stretch the softs. Right. So he stopped on lap 17 um, and put on soft tires. So could he potentially make it to the end? Mm. Would he want to? Who knows? I mean, it's it's 34, so he's got 
18 laps to go. Um, what position is he in right now? And he's in fourth place. Right, yeah, I so guess. So he'd probably drop quite a few spots, mm. but way more uh, if he pitted. I guess, maybe, who knows. He's always a fighter. Ricardo's one of those, I guess, like he is good at that, but I always prefer when he's got a fresh set of boots on so he can really like take it to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pits as well. Also going on to the soft tires, Verstappen goes in onto the softs uh, and rejoins ninth place behind Perez. Ah, uh, Danica Fiat. Oh no, really? Gets a five second penalty for oh, speeding in the pit. Fuck, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> I saw some quote from, I don't know if it was Christian Horner or someone at Red Bull basically said like, yeah, listen, we know that Danny has gotten a lot of bad breaks. That's not necessarily going to count against him. Not necessarily, but it is. But maybe, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Ricardo does end up pitting, going from soft to super soft and rejoining in sixth place behind Botas. Uh, It is now Rosberg in front, followed by Hamilton, Fettel, Raikkonen, Botas, and Ricardo. What lap is this? This is lap 37. All right. And then lap 38, guess what? Danny Kefir retires. Oh, no. Why? What happened? I don't know. Uh, and lap 39, Grosjean pits, goes on to the super soft tires. Okay. Wants to fuck about, does he? He just wants to He had have a fun. set of the mediums. Oh, no. And they went on to the super softs. On lap 39 of 53. 53. So he's going to try to make these last... Right, yeah. 24... 14 laps? 14 laps. 14 laps. So hats off to him if he can do that. Uh, Lap 41. He's going to try and overtake a bunch of people in 14 laps, really. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Those super (laughs) soft tires. Um, Is any of this relevant? (laughs) Uh, you wrote it down. I a, hope so. I mean, you know, you, you, in hindsight, you only really know what ties in. Yeah. Uh, lap forty-five. There's a fun little battle between Alonso and Button for twelfth yeah. spot. Yeah. Uh, Button does get by. Uh, Ricardo has made up some time on Botas on his newer super soft tires. Botas being on the soft, mm. uh, but these super soft are scuffed from qualifying. Seven laps remain. That, by the way, is for uh, fifth place. Uh, are you saying he got past him or are you saying he is trying to get past him he's trying to get past him yeah. and in fact makes a nice move on the first chicane very late break yep. up the inside and does it super overtake super. maybe super overtake maybe the best probably the best part of the race it yeah was, yeah it was yeah. heck of a move dove down the inside didn't lock the wheels i mean it was a good thing he was going up against a driver who was able to go, all right, you've got that space on the inside and gave him a little bit of space and, yeah, pushed out of it. Made it look easy. He was gone miles away by the time Curva Grande came up as well. Yeah, Amazing. it was a great move. Mm. Uh, lap 49. <laughs> uh, some amazing, like, the McLaren guys have been amazing for radio this year. Right, yeah. It's the, the best from Alonso. His engineer says something like, Grosjean may be slowing, so he's he could be coming to you, or something mm. like that. And Alonso just replies, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Just laughs <laughs> over the radio. <laughs> I love that, because that meant that he pressed the button. Right. <laughs> yeah, he even... deliberately, yeah. like, I'm going to laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to listen to that. I really like Alonso. 
Yeah, him and Button are having a great time. Him and Button are like like two lads over TeamSpeak, just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty just much shooting the shit. You know? I wonder if they could talk to each other. Right, yeah, that'd be, like yeah, a yeah. separate button. <laughs> Can you believe this guy, Jensen? Please close the roof, Jensen. Jensen, uh, it's too cold. So my, f- my face is a frozen, <laughs> Jensen. <laughs> Uh, lap 49 Verstappen's been chasing Perez for second uh, seventh place <laughs> whoa yeah nope um, and uh, pulls his Verstappen moves on Perez and Perez has to bail he crashes into him <laughs> he has to bail and cut a chicane oh really uh, but uh, that means Verstappen does indeed get by Mad, uh, Mad Max Verstappen indeed button on Grosjean for 11th uh, manages to Hang on to that eleventh place. Button does. Uh, Grosjean oh, does. Oh, oh, oh with Alonso with those snake. old super soft tires. Cool. Uh, and that's the last exciting thing that happens. Rosberg wins Woo. the Italian Grand Prix at Monza, and Hamilton scraping it back manages to get second. He does. on the podium. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Vettel, congratulations! A podium. You haven't had many of those recently. Yeah, and great to see a Ferrari guy up there at Italy. Like it. Yeah, sure. Actually, I hadn't thought they about were that. reacting like he had won. Mm. Uh, just pandemonium. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The god, yeah, they must have gone nuts when when Smoke the overtake grenades. happened at the start on the start oh, finish. Yeah. Rate. I don't even think about that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, behind Fettel in fourth spot is Raikkonen, followed by Ricardo, Botas, Verstappen. You may recognize a lot of these from the way the race started. Right. Perez in eighth place. Uh, Massa. Uh, Hulkenberg rounding out the top t- top ten, and Roman Grosjean must be watching Stranger Things because he's seeing Ooh. a lot of eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Great uh, eleven cosplaying at Pax as well. Oh, was there? Yeah, I didn't see any. Uh, lots of uh, girls with shaved heads with what do you call the like a hospital gown? No, the fucking no in the dress with the eating the waffles or whatever they. Oh, are. the egos. Yeah, egos. <laughs> oh, what's okay. an ego? I never had one of those. An ego waffle? Yeah, you've never had an ego no. waffle. The fuck's an ego? Go get an ego waffle. Okay. In the fro- in your frozen food aisle. All right, I have waffles a lot. I get and them get from Trader Joe's like a jerk. Get dog. Aunt Jemima. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh, syrup. Okay. <laughs> Just lather some Aunt Jemima all over my breakfast. Yes, and if you're in the Scanlon household, okay. if you're in anywhere else in America, you get uh, just regular old butter and put it on your ego and then Whoa. pour the syrup on it. Whoa. Uh, if you're in the Scanlon household, though, you get Jif peanut butter. Jif peanut butter. Jif. Oh, Jif. Yeah. What, Jif? Yeah. Jif. Jif. Jif is fucking like what you use to clean your your sink in Europe. Really? Although now they pronounce it Sif for some reason. Weird. Yeah. Maybe people G- were J-I-F-F? confusing. J-I-F. J-I-F. One F. Maybe it is the same. Uh, crunchy. Personally, I like the crunchy. Crunchy peanut butter? Yeah. See, I'd do that. Butter's like, fuck it. You can't put butter on something that's already like probably made of butter and then pour maple on it as well. Mm-hmm. Or like You're that's right. it's like, too much. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. There yes. you go. Peanut butter. Peanut Not butter on that. I can get, that's good. Yeah. I usually go for the, I put the waffle and then I put like almonds and like, Either blueberries or raz or uh, blackberries on it. Mm-hmm. If I get a black currant, I'll do that. We're not in season now, though. And then on top of that, I'll put a little bit of. What am I saying? I'll put a lot of maple syrup on. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's pretty good. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, there you we have were, it. We were talking about this. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Button in twelfth. Uh, Gutierrez, Alonso, Signs, Erickson, Magnuson, and Esteban Ocon. 
Kafiat, Verline, Palmer, and Nazar did not finish this race. Nice work, Sokan. You didn't come last, technically. I get you finished last. You didn't come last. Good job. Uh, there is zero change in the driver's championship after this. Zero change? I mean, everyone got points, but in terms of position, no one oh, jumped anybody. But there is in terms of points. Yes, there is. Because Rosberg is now only two behind uh, Sebastian Val- uh, behind Lewis Hamilton. Sebastian right? Hamilton. Sebastian Hamilton. That's right. Seb Ham. We call him. <laughs> Seb Ham! Uh, although Williams did jump Force India for fourth spot in the Constructors' Championship. Ooh. And they are close behind. They are only 108 to Force India's 111. Jeez. Good battle going on there. Keep an eye on that. Yeah. Uh, cool shot of Rosberg and Fettel speaking German in the green room. Oh, really? Yeah. Were they talking shit about <laughs> Hamilton? And maybe. Uh, and then Vettel grabbed uh, the, the first place hat by accident. Oh, really? Wore it around. He didn't make it out onto the stage with it, which it would have been pretty Did funny. he throw it at Nico? In a, <laughs> that would have been... Oh, sorry. It's the wrong hat. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. We all remember that. And I... Did you watch the podium celebration? I fuck... I really did. Uh, I really did. I watched, I watched, I sent Eddie you a link Jordan. Oh, I didn't watch all of that, actually. Sorry. I watched the most important part. What? Which was Nico Rosberg and the Tifosi singing Seven Nation Army. Uh, yeah. Which was the fucking cringiest, weirdest oh, thing I've ever boy. seen in my life. Especially after you've gotten a, a few boos right. up there. Did like, you, oh, God, yeah, of course. Yeah. God, doesn't, yeah, it wasn't as cringe. I mean, I mean, Hamilton didn't really, but Rosberg did for, you know, whatever reason. Weird uh and i think don't they invite so to collect the constructors trophy yeah isn't there one there is a constructor's trophy there is not insane yeah there is a uh, i guess they is constructor yeah yeah. or they do they just hand them champagne no they give them a trophy the constructor's up there and and they usually pick somebody from the team to right my question is are we eventually going to get down to the janitor oh why who why who did they have this time i mean i don't know uh, oh, because of Mercedes, because they keep. I'm sure it was people. someone like very important to the team, but right. so many people just now have just, been on the podium just for throwing Mercedes. shit at like whoever, some awful, just a junior engineer was up there. <laughs> uh, I wonder, they're probably circling around, won't they? It'll yeah. Like the leads. But then, like, at what point do you cut that off? Right. Yeah, you're right, because there's going to be one person left. Yeah. Who's like, you're like, what? It was to me, but then. Yeah. You yeah. didn't get to do it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that was so weird. What a weird thing! That to... great Italian song. I, it's so weird. It's like a European like football. It's a soccer song. champ. It, yeah, it's a soccer champ, but it's like it's the world's stupidest soccer champ because it's a fucking contemporary rock song. Right. So it's like it's just weird. Like I hate when people channel at football games because it's like it's, it's not referencing anything. Like, turn it into a funny song, like a chant, if you're like, and then make a song out of it. Like, that's what happens in, like, in football, is that, like, you make stupid chants out of contemporary songs, and it's funny. You change the lyrics. Hmm. So, you What say, are your feelings on, oh, 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 No, oh, don't do that. Oh. No. No, it's like, if, it's like, like, we had, like Vito Minone, he used to be an Arsenal goalkeeper, it was like... I, like that's Manone that did a song okay. instead of like that, like stuff sure. like that. Like there's a weird, really good one about Robin Van Persie, which I won't say on this. <laughs> okay, with Bo Selecta, you can look that one up yourself. Like it's it's like fu- it's funny, like takes on people's names. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for some reason on continental Europe, they do a lot more of this, like just actually singing the the bridge, the like chorus of the song, the tune of the song, which is stupid. Well, despite. Uh, everyone hearing Rosberg's singing voice 
the fans did vote him as driver of the day really? for the Italian Grand Prix. Right. Nico Rosberg, congratulations. Nice work. Um, also, uh, apparently Honda got the fastest lap oh, of really? the race. Fernando Alonso, the Honda's first since 1992. No way. Yeah. Jeez, us. that's nuts. 24 years? Yeah. Uh, Ricardo had gotten the fastest lap on the 47th lap, so mm. I guess Alonso was just like bucketing towards Grosjean, laughing, trying to <laughs> overtake him. <laughs> uh, it's a great laugh. When uh, there was a weird situation where... It sounded like the engineer referred to Nico as Nicola, which I heard. I was like, did my brain just make that up? Maybe people could email in. I wonder if his real name is Nicola. Nicola. It was Nico. No, it's... Like Alex Navarro. Oh, yeah. His real name is Alexis Mm -hmm. Alexander Navarro. Isn't he both? Alexis Alex Alexander oh, I don't Navarro. No, I, I just knew it was Alexis. Alexis. I think he's a. Du- I think he's a doubler. Also, his Navarro. His surname is made up. That's <laughs> right. Not his parents. Are, he's yeah. named after Dave Navarro. This was. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Nico Eric Rosberg. Right. Huh. Yeah. I, it sounded more like the guy just slipped up and called him Nicola by accident. <laughs> probably his wife or something. He was watching the Prestige. <laughs> Uh, that's all I got from the Italian Grand Prix. Shall we take it to the rest of the news? Let's do it. Sebastian, not his first name, nope. Jensen Button. <laughs> wow, not even close. Yeah. Uh, Jensen Button is... Careful, careful what word you use here. Is... Taking a break. Not going to be driving for McLaren next year. He's not. He's not going to be driving for fucking anyone next year. That's right. He is taking a year off. Right. He is he has a two year contract with McLaren, uh, but right. will not be their main driver. Instead, the unstoppable Stoffel Vandor. Oh, no. Don't stuff me now. Oh yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Fuck, I was we, wondering when we were God, we got rid of we Rio. Have, we have to do a next season now. I can't not I can't tee that up and then not do it. <laughs> Fuck. Don't shut. I'm a racing car. Right? Right? It's like made for it. Yep. God. Okay, anyway. Sorry. God, it really works. It really works. It really does. Way better than the Maldonado one. He's a sex machine ready to reload. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he is. He's an atom bomb. Waiting to explode. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Don't go down. Button dropped that atom bomb uh, right before the race. uh, And uh, he basically (laughs) says, I need a rest from F1. Mm. Uh, he will stay on as a re- reserve driver and will be doing a lot of their 2017 development work. And promo, I imagine. And yeah, and and uh, a lot of um, screen tests yeah. for commentation, I'm sure. Yes, I'm, I think he has a, has a, a good But the career. plan is to come back and race in 2018 for McLaren. Yeah, weird. Evidently. So does that mean Alonso retires after next year? Right. And then Jensen Button slides neatly in there? Very strange. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up not coming back. I mean, they keep saying it's not retirement. I mean, I guess I guess why they would say that, because if they have somebody who is going to be doing work for them and also is probably going to be a public face, they don't want to be like, here's the retired F1 driver, Jensen Button. So you can cut two ways. Like they they're either either he is coming back or like he's a reserve driver next year in case something happens. Uh that's but like whether or not this is like the sort of the last bit of his career. We won't know until next year, I guess. But right. it seems like it's definitely the closing of the biggest chapter of his career. Yeah. I World mean, champion, Jensen Button. He, uh, I think, has expressed interest in the World Endurance Championship. Right. 
Um, there's plenty of places to go that aren't F1 that are still fun. Yeah. Places. Maybe they don't pay as well, but you know. Hey, you know what? I think Jensen Button probably is doing all right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, F1 is a very demanding discipline for lots of reasons, but it's also really demanding discipline for just time. Like you were traveling the world for nine months of the year, basically, uh, flying around all over the place. And, you know, he's an older dude and he's married and, you know, maybe he just wants to like calm it down a little bit. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find a quote here that he said. Oh, I can just make one up. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, you guys. Go for it. Oh, uh, it's, I, uh, it's been a great career. Oh, that's <laughs> not. Too, it's too common, that one. is. He's, he's kind of posh sounding. Anyway, keep going. Um, I'll be doing a lot of stuff that I haven't done for 17 years. I'll be living on my schedule. I'll get up when I want. I'll do what I want for a lot of the days of the year. I'll spend more time with my friends and more importantly with my family who I haven't gotten or I haven't properly seen for 17 years. That's something I'm really excited about. I'm also an avid fan and lover of triathlon, so you probably know, mm. as you probably know. So there are many things that I want to do that I haven't been able to do because of the Formula One schedule. As we all know, you're not just a racing driver when you drive in Formula One. This is your life, and I definitely need a break from that in 2017. Well, okay, there you go. I, I hit the nail on the head, apparently. You well did said. Wanna, you did want to... Yeah, I mean, it's completely understandable. Like, you know, I've been racing for like 17 years, half his life. Yeah. I know, that's... Yeah. Actual retirements, though... Mm. Felipe Massa, which we neglected yes. to talk about because I think it happened like right it after did. we recorded. It did, yeah. It hadn't broken yet. Uh, he that that dude is out. Yeah, I I feel Massa. I feel so sad for it. It's a, it's like the opposite side of the Button thing. Button is one of these drivers who could very easily have gone through his entire F one career not winning a championship. I mean, the year he won it, some people say that he was lucky in the first half of the season and then almost bottled it in the second half. Uh, like he definitely worked hard, but he did find himself in the best car that year. Um, Massa, on the other hand, it will be known for you know winning the championship for six seconds and then losing it in the last corner of Interlagos, which is like the saddest thing ever because like he could have won the world championship in his home country, mm-hmm. and it was an amazing story for all the Hamilton fans, and it was great for them, but especially considering what had happened to Hamilton the year before. But, like, that was kind of the end of Massa's, like, chances of doing that because... Yeah, and he got that injury. He got the injury. Which I I read put him out of the rest of the season. He did, season. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then by the time, I guess, he came back, Kimi had retired and the new driver had stepped in, which was Fernando Alonso. And then he quickly found himself being out-qualified and found himself the second driver. And then that's when all that sort of... A lot. Fernando is faster than you. Mm-hmm. Uh, team radio stuff happened, so he quickly sort of became like the second tier driver. When there was a time there where he he could have been a world champion, um, yeah. Uh, a lot of the uh, talk from the commentators um, on NBC Sports over uh, the Monza weekend was, um, well, at least in regards to Massa, was uh, remembering his demeanor after he had lost the championship and how right. professional he was, uh, and like pounding the Ferrari logo on his yeah. chest and saying thank you to the fans and everything. Um, Just seems like from hearing people talk about him and from the way he carries himself, just seemed like a super stand-up nice guy. Um, I mean, really great, great driver on, on, a, on a good day. Like, it's kind of hard to, like, remember what he's been doing for the past couple of years because, I mean, I think the swap to Williams was a really good idea and I think they needed him as much as he needed them. Hmm. It was a really solid fit. 
uh, but just always seemed like a really great guy, um, very skilled driver, rarely involved in like controversy or incidents, like just generally fucking sat down and did the job. Um, I'm trying to remember like some good moments because it's sad. To, I think he might have been the first, he would have been the first Brazilian to win Brazil. He didn't win into Lagos. Wait, did he win it that year? Maybe he did, but it was a couple of years earlier. I think he'd won it and it was the first time somebody had won it since Senna. And there was like they carried him out of the place, the, you know, kind of kind of special moment like that. That's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, great dad as well. His his, his son is able to racing beat, crazy carts. I mean, he's faster than Danny Ricardo already. So it's true. If, little, and he's got a heck of a pit crew. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Actually, he could probably lose the pit. Crew. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it's weird. It's Massa is an interesting one because I feel like. I feel like F1 fans now will obviously like have a special place in their heart for him. I think 10, 20 years from now when we're talking about this era of F1, we will remember him. But in a kind of a sad way, like history will f- forget Massa a little bit. When it comes to the great names of F1, he's not, he's not Fernando Alonso and he's not Lewis Hamilton. And in a weird way, he's not Jensen Button either because he never got his name on the trophy. Mm-hmm. Um but he was a driver who was around for, for years and, and stayed with teams for a long time and seemed like a respectable dude and put the hours in. And yeah, yeah, it was, was, was great to watch and great to listen to. So we'll miss him next year, but I'm, I'm not surprised either. Like yeah. he, he had a good run in Williams and it's probably a good time to, to move on. Yeah. Um, there are rumors swirling about who will step into the Williams race seat next year. Mm. Uh, some of those rumors were saying Jensen Button. Right, yes. Um, that is not happening, evidently. Uh, it was also rumored that uh, Haas had made Button an offer, I heard but this. it came 30 minutes too late, Yeah, I, which I, yeah, I don't really understand. For yeah. For like, for if the he had P- a, press release? Like, I had heard that as well, and I was like, what? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but the rumor for Williams currently is Lance Stroll. Okay. Who is a great first name? Actually, disappointing second name considering <laughs> it's a real like setup. And then Lance oh. Stroll. Stroll. He's Canadian. Lance Strom. Armstrong. He's going to try it. He's going to try it for uh, He is uh, currently leading the European F3 Championship um, and needs to come in third place in the championship and also turn 18 uh, for his super license. Oh, he's super young. But once he does that, then he will be eligible. Um, to get drunk yeah uh apparently his father is quite wealthy oh really yeah did they say what he does here oh he they build spaceships and um okay you think about it i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess okay he is involved in renewables He's a he's a real estate man, but like instead of houses, he builds cities, countries. Close. He's he owns he owned a part of Russia, and then when Russia became a country, he sold it. Oh, here we go. Russia. It's not as interesting as I thought it was. His career has been bankrolled by billionaire father Lawrence, who made his fortune with the Tommy Hilfiger and Michael Kors ugh, fashion brands. Ugh. So. He is coming with some dough. Right. And he's going to look great. So he looks great. Also, he's currently in the lead of the Formula 3 European Championship. Yeah, so so he's he's got some race chops as well. 
Um, first, I've heard of him. Yeah. We'll uh, there were also rumors about Sergio Perez and his future at Force India, but there apparently... always rumors about Sergio Perez. Yeah. Dirty boy. Uh, but uh, he will apparently stay at Force India. Hmm. Also, rumors have been going around for a long time, but it looks like uh, they're almost over. We almost have confirmation of the buyout of Formula One. Yeah, I'm surprised this hasn't happened yet. From CVC Partners, Holdings, whatever it's yeah. called. Um, it is strongly, strongly rumored that US-based media company uh, Liberty, Liberty Media, something like that, uh, will be buying out many investors, including Bernie Eggleston. Mm-hmm. We will stand to make quite a bit because he owns like fourteen percent of F one right. or something. He's gonna make so much money, but like he's 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 gonna he's gonna like die next week. Like he's so old. I don't know, man. It's Bernie Eccleston. <laughs> uh, he will reportedly so that wasn't a threat. Just in case, I'm not <laughs> like I'm not out to get him. He will he's reportedly so stay on for a while. I mean, you can marry women as young as you want, but you're still eighty. Clock stops for no man. Yeah. Uh, so he'll probably stay on for a while. Again, that is unconfirmed, but, uh, who knows how long that will last. He has the keys to everything. He's like, like, like physically, he has the keys. They can't grab him. <laughs> he knows the passwords. Right. He knows where everything's hidden. Uh-huh. The accounts are in his shed. The bodies. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, yeah, so he, by the way, is the chief executive of the group that holds Formula One's commercial rights. Right, yeah. So with got him, that TV rights. Yes. Which, by the way, were given to him. He bought them for like 300-something million dollars uh, a, a long time ago, mm. whenever he acquired them. And that the contract was so that he would have them until the year 2110. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. There must be some, like, year. There must be some, like, 120-year clause or something. That like dictates that shit or something. Yeah. 12110? Yeah. Fucking it's not hell. even a real year. So it was great grandchildren. It'll just take over and I'll be damn it. <laughs> Wearing those weird sunglasses. It won't even be televisions anymore. Yeah, exactly. I love the idea that all his kids he has a new child and it pops out with weird sunglasses on. Well, uh speaking of having no television, um with this being a US based media company in mm. the year twenty sixteen, I would expect to see uh, if not like a growth in the U.S. audience right? and an understanding of how to, you know, market F1 and mm. advertise for it and stuff uh, and have more than one race in the United States. Yeah. Uh, perhaps some digital option. That'd be swell. Such as MotoGP. But uh, time will tell. Mm. And it was supposed to be, cl- that deal was supposed to be closed today. So this is Wednesday. It is indeed. That hasn't happened yet. Uh, speaking of changes for the future, Monza is set to stay for three more years Hooray! in the Formula One calendar, Good according stuff. to the Monza organizers. Well, they would say that they have signed a deal, evidently with Bernie Eccleston. But Imola, the other track in Italy, has yes. sued. Really, to say that hey, uh they shouldn't be the only ones who can get government money for Formula One. Right. Which is evidently how it works over there. Yeah. I mean, they're in San Marino. It's a different place, right? Uh, it's like part of them. N- yeah. It's a, it's a, well, Danny, if we just got into <laughs> racing around the world. Are we? Yes. Race around the world. 
Ooh. We talk about San Marino because the MotoGP is at Misano World Circuit Marco Simoncelli in the Frazione ah, yes. of Santa Monica. The Frazione uh, is evidently something akin to a uh, municipality, mm. something like that. Principality, city, state. Sure. For uh, the next quad. There's a lot of those yeah. in that region. Uh, for the Gran Primo TIM di San Marino e della Riviera di Rimini. Wow, you're good at that. Gracias. <laughs> Gracious. Uh, Moto America is at the New Jersey Motorsports Park in, Mil- Park in Millville, New Jersey for the Yamaha Superbike Challenge of New Jersey. Wow. Brought to you by New Jersey. <laughs> Super Formula is at the Okoyama International Circuit in Mimisaka, Okoyama Prefecture, Japan. For their round five of seven. I just love the word prefecture. Prefecture's great. Love prefecture. Uh, European Formula 3 will be at the Nürburgring in Nuremberg, Rhineland, Palantinata, Germany. Nürnberg, Nürnberg. Formula V8 3.5. Not to be confused with Formula V8 3. Right. 3.5. So we got a new firmware update. Uh, they will be at the Red Bull Ring in Spielberg, Austria for Ooh. their round six of nine. Ooh, the A1 ring. DTM. Oh, they're so... Back. Oh, where's the DTM? In the Nürburgring. I brought, also. I brought... Can I buy Papa's in the Nürburgring? What? <laughs> Was? I know you can't. I've been there. Uh, round it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's in a forest. Uh, that's round seven of nine. Mm. Uh, DTM. DTM. Formula Drift is at the Texas Motor Speedway in Fort Worth, TX. Totally sideways. For the AutoZone Showdown. Jesus, are they fucking driving towards each other? Maybe. Showdown. Showdown. And chicken. Then, Drift chicken. Yeah, Drew. NASCAR. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we going? We're at the Richmond International Raceway. Is that in America? Richmond. Of course it is. Richmond, California? Richmond, Virginia. Oh, that's a shame. For the Federated Auto Parts 400. These aren't these aren't foreign far parts. They're a federation. federation. Federated United States USS Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what do you say, Danny? We take it to some emails. Emails. I feel bad for neglecting the emails, but there's just been so much to talk about. Uh, and we have this room for a very limited time, but we're recording kind of a it's weird time, time today. So yeah. I'm going to say, hey... Doesn't matter how long this is going. We're squeezing in emails. Um, are speaking any, of, are any of the emails about Camping World Truck? They are, Dan. Yes, dear Alt F One. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> thank you. This is Kevin from Indianapolis. By what the way. up, Kev from Naples? Uh, he would know racing because he's from Indianapolis. That's true. While browsing the internet Sunday afternoon, I noticed a video called "Crazy Finish in NASCAR Trucks." Being the Alt F1 listener that I am, I decided to take a look, and boy, am I glad I did. Truck, of course, was uh, racing the... <laughs> what? <laughs> was racing the Chevrolet Silverado 250 at the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. The race had gone into um, overtime, which is a way for NASCAR to make races finish under green. Going into the final lap, 18-year-old Cole Custer... Sponsored by Gene House Automation. Yeah, I saw Haas written all over it. Was leading with 19-year-old John Hunter Nemchek about a half second behind him. Nemchek, I think, is it? Nemchek? Yeah, sure. So. Uh, during the final lap, Nemchek steadily made up ground on Custer and was now in striking distance for the final two corners of the 10-corner circuit. On the penultimate corner, Nemchek is right on the bumper of Custer. 
He, is, he even gives Custer a little bump at the apex, as they do in NASCAR. Custer maintains control of his truck, so Nemechek, by the way, truck is uh, capitalized on every one of these. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. As it should be. Yes. So Nemechek gives him a more aggressive bump in the final corner. Custer, Custer somehow manages to keep his truck on track, but now Nemechek is loose, and as a consequence of using his truck as a battering ram, uh, Nemechek overcorrects, hits Custer a third time, and sends both trucks into the grass. The trucks keep forward momentum, but are now side-by-side side in the grass, heading toward the finish line. Nemechek ends up finishing a few inches ahead of Custer, but neither had a wheel on pavement, so NASCAR spends some time <laughs> sorting out who would win. NASCAR ends up giving the win to Nemechek, but wait, we're not finished. As you can imagine, Custer was none too pleased with how the race ended, so while Nemechek was trying to retrieve the checkered flag from their flag stand, Custer tackles him to the ground, and they wrestle until separated by crew members. <laughs> there is a video of this. I will post it in the show, show notes. notes. I will say that that version of what happened is very kind to Nemechek because another version of that is that Nemechek, who did a great job closing the distance over the course of that final lap, mm-hmm. uh, crashed, tapped him twice on between those last two tur- turns and then pushed him wide and drove him into the wall so that he couldn't overtake him. Right. If you watch the replay, he's he is he is turning left. He is turning this yeah. guy into the fucking wall. Uh-huh. And he's like, he pins him. And I mean, up until that point, they probably drifted over there. But once he has him against the wall, he's like, he's riding him into the wall. Uh, the, the third car is like a decent amount behind him. So I think he's not worried about that. But yeah, they're basically both driving down. What's not even like, this isn't like a catch fence or like a concrete wall situation. It's a fucking Armco barrier. So like, it's like the craziestly deadliest thing I've ever All the photographers were like running out of the way. Jeez. Like I would have been worried if I was the guy with the, with the checkered flag even for the debris that was probably coming off. But it's just an Armco barrier. And he was driving him into it. And basically drove him into it the, the entire way down to the point where I'm sure they were wedged by the time they got to the end because of all like the bumping and into each other. Uh, but he, his bonnet was like a head by about three inches or something. Mm-hmm. So he ends up getting it. The camera has to like do that thing where they like take it off, like like drop the legs on it and like look straight down <laughs> right, while he's crossing yeah. over. Yeah. And apparently the transponders, because they were off concrete, couldn't pick up where they were. Oh, so it initially it said is. the third car had won the race. Oh. Now they had to like change it all. Um but even to the point where where the where the barrier stopped, uh, he they came out and uh, I guess it was Custer ended up like spinning a bunch and like kicking up dirt and everyone had to get out of the way. Uh, but yeah, it was funny because he went to get the flag and then he got like the guy dove on him with like a helmet. It was like, it was, it was, like you can see him like as well he turns and it's not like he goes oh, i'm gonna fight you he like he's like no 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 like he puts his hand up to say like don't hurt me and he just like, gets dove into it's pretty amazing <laughs> and they broke him up pretty quick but yeah it, i was so i don't know enough about like nascar truck to 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 know about it maybe some of the emails speak about it but from what i was reading online on a couple of websites people were saying like even for a nascar truck like they should have penalized him for it like they shouldn't have let that yeah stud. it's ridiculous yeah yeah, it's not bumper cars. No, like there's a certain it's it's like you know any sport that has like a certain amount of like violence in it. From the outside looking in, it looks like there's no rules, but there are rules, right? So like when you watch like UFC or like ice hockey, like there are certain things you can do and certain things you can't, right? And there's no yeah. rules. And I don't know exactly the ins and outs of NASCAR truck, but yeah, it looked like what he did was like oh they were like no he rammed him against the wall like you can't you can't do it in that situation probably as well, especially when it's so egregious when it's the final lap. 
Like there's something so it's just it's just nasty and awful and yeah. like cheap and it's yeah, not it's in not the sporting. spirit. No, it's not in the spirit of racing or sporting at all. Right. <laughs> Funny though. Yeah. Yeah. I have another Camper World Truck related email. Oh my god. Daniel The cup flowed over with Camping World from Truck. From Little Rock, Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> well, he says that's pronounced Arkansas, since apparently there's a bit of debate for that. Arkansas. I don't I don't know who who could possibly be mispronouncing Arkansas? Dan Rikers. Uh, anyway, I have a little bit of a story you might like involving Camping World Trucks. I just got my Eagle Scout rank awarded to me. Congratulations. 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 Well done. Uh, over Labor Day weekend, and my dad lined up a little gift for me. Apparently, William Byron, who's only 18 years old and already won five races in trucks, Whoa. is an Eagle Scout himself. Uh, so apparently he got uh, pit passes for the Longhorn 350 truck race at Texas Motor Speedway on November 4th. Damn. Uh, so yeah, do my best to send you pictures. I would love that. That's awesome. Uh, as a question, I'm curious to know, uh, with Dale Earnhardt Jr. staying out of his ride for the rest of the season due to concussions, mm. uh, how much do you think drivers in other sports like IndyCar, F1, etc. are at risk for getting concussions and stuff like that? Uh, and will motorsports change to maybe help drivers avoid stuff like this? I mean, I think that's a a real concern. Yeah, I think they happen less frequently but more violently. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, I, I mean, I'm thinking about F1 specifically, that, you know, you get concussions when they have big crashes. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when the, the car, st- like I'd be interested to know who had the big crash again in, in Spa on a room. Magnuson. It was Magnuson. I'd be interested to know, like, did he get a concussion in, in that situation? Because, like, it's, it's deceleration is, like, one of the, the big problems when it happens. Mm-hmm. When you start, so that's what happens with football players a lot is that they get... They they get tackled roughly, and their their brain bounces around inside their head, basically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd be interested to know how often it does happen. Uh, I don't know. I, I imagine. I mean, I, I I more want to know like what is the because uh, the concussion protocol for the NFL is very well documented now. Right. Uh, is there such a thing for F one, and do they re- like prevent drivers from racing a Under, certain number yeah. of time? or amount of time after the concussion, or if you get a certain number, I think if you get a certain number, a certain number of concussions in the NFL, you can't play you anymore. There, yeah. I th- wasn't, didn't Alonso get a very bad concussion after the crash in I think he did. Australia. I think, yeah, the Melbourne one. Mm-hmm. I think that's what, I think that's what had him benched for the three weeks or whatever it was, was yeah. that he was recovering from, from head trauma. Um, yeah, I you know I think I think the every sport is looking at concussion differently to what it was doing five and ten years ago. Um, so yeah, I mean like any sport where you have massive you know deceleration is is gonna is gonna cause a problem with that. Anecdotally, it just feels like this stuff probably happens a lot more in football and whatnot, just because there's more chance for it to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only a certain amount of races a year, right? Uh, I guess so, a certain amount of football games a year as well, but. Uh, yeah, I get, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, good question. I hope not. I hope not. But there's only so much they can do. You know, there's only so much helmets and, and the cars are built to try and push and as much energy as much. Right, yeah. I mean, like a, if you crash with a, with the halo on, you're still going to get a concussion. There's nothing necessarily stopping you. Yeah. I mean, the halo's there to stop you from getting your head taken off more than anything else or get, having a wheel land on your head, which is yeah. like a different type of injury. Um, yeah. I, you know, there's a certain amount of ri- it's that balancing act. There's a certain amount of risk with every sport you do. You know, you know, a certain amount of risk of walking across the road every day, uh, and they can only mitigate so much. But you also can't just say that because it's the drive to make it as safe as possible is what makes things safer. 
Indeed. Mm. Joe from Scottsdale, Arizona. Ooh. That's pronounced Arizona. Arizona. Hey, Drew and Danny. Love the show. Uh, my question is as follows. I was listening to your discussion of DevBot, the test mule for the oh, upcoming yeah. robo races, uh, and had to ask, assuming these events become successful, how many generations are we, the fans, going to have to wait for the first crazy Trackmania-esque corkscrewing looping tracks? That is a that is a great question. With driver safety out of the picture in these events and a safe enough distance from the spectators, here's hoping not long. Crazy billionaires, step it up. Word. Yeah. I mean, okay, here's the problem, right? So The problem is... Actually, I take it back. I was going to say the problem is we need those to crash then. Is that we, we are then creating a sport in which we need that stuff to crash, meaning it's going to be super expensive. But actually, in the early years, I would just watch a car do a loop-to-loop and like overtake another car and loop-to-loop. Yes. Imagine an overtake happening upside down. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, I'd even take like a like an interesting banked turn. Yeah. It doesn't even have to fold in on itself. I'd take like a, a water hazard. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, how about this, right? How about there's a type of robo-race happening, but the spectators via, either via like broadcasting or whatnot, vote and implement hazards for the robot cards. Yes. So like, this is what they do, right? Is that they sell premium like tickets, mm-hmm. virtual tickets, for like, say we're at Monza for for like Curva Grande, and like you spend fifty dollars and you're allowed to like drop an oil slick during the race, <laughs> or hit like a like a like a ramp, a ramp. yeah, that <laughs> exactly, just pops yeah. up out of the ground. Imagine that shit. Yeah, I mean, by the end of the race, there'd just be no cars left. It's a million to, dollar idea, Danny. It. It's great it, like, because you're right because it would, cost, this out. it would cost a million dollars a second to run this <laughs> stupid nonsense. Yeah, I mean that'd be cool. Sure. But then they're going to have to like build a circuit which only one type of car can drive on. That's not ever going to work financially. Tenuous driver relationships continue. Love them. Love them. Who we got? Uh, I've got an email here from Tom who signs signs it. Tom. Grotjes uit België. Greetings from Belgium, perhaps? Okay, sure. Uh, he says, hey, guys, heard you guys talking about random encounters, and I have a few. First one is about six or seven years ago when I was at the Louvre. I met Jean Todd. <laughs> what the fuck? This is when Jean he was, Todd in the Louvre. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... Crushed up against each other, waiting for Mona Lisa. <laughs> or maybe he was like a, an exhibit. He was the exhibit? Yeah. yeah. Jean Todd. It's a little... Sitting in a room. A little plaque underneath. Yeah, exactly. Uh, second one was when I was backpacking through the USA and Canada in 2013 and went to the Canadian GP. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, walking around Montreal, I bumped into uh, Mika Salo in a coffee oh, shop. Oh, God, really? That's yeah. a name I haven't heard in a little while. I asked, I asked if I could sit with him for a minute, and I could. Oh, really? Uh, talked about who he was supporting in the weekend and if he liked the city. Amazing. Yeah. It's uh, the original, one of the original Finns. Um... Third one was last year at the WEC Six Hours of Spa. When we walked past Eau Rouge, we met Jackie Ix and Eddie Merckx, who were just looking at the race. We had a nice conversation about who was going to win uh, before the 100 people around us realized who we were talking to. <laughs> and they decided it might be best to go back up to the paddock club, uh, especially because Merckx is a national hero here in Belgium. Awesome. Paddock yeah. club as well. Well done, you. 
Yeah. Well, he, I think he was saying that they were going to go oh, back up sorry. to the Paddock okay. Club and escape. Uh, I also have one more here from Denonymous. Yes. Cross-pollination, baby. My best friend makes dental implants okay. and recently did very, a mold. Very interested to see where this goes. Of Damon Hill's teeth. Oh, my God. He's got great teeth. He doesn't Does he have a copy. Could he send us the copy? That'd be <laughs> all right. My teeth aren't great. I prefer to have Damon Hill's teeth. And finally, great aerodynamics on them. Nick in Gladstone, Queensland, Australia. Gladstone? Who knows? Glad- it's Australia. Yeah, it's Australia. Tommy Kangaroo Dance Boat. <laughs> uh, hi, Alt F1 crew. I started watching GP2 and GP3 with this year's British GP. Here in Australia, they race at a much more reasonable hour than what you guys get in America. That's cool. But I would recommend at least recording GP2 and GP3 and watching them. Like Formula E, all the cars in GP2 and GP3 are identical. Yes. Uh, think of the GP cars like Formula Ford cars on steroids and GP2 cars halfway between GP3 and F1 cars in complexity. The GP3 races are great because the drivers are inexperienced and make lots of mistakes. <laughs> Belgium Race 2 was a great example of that with three safety cars in a 13-lap race. Oh, my fucking God. Because of cars crashing out and a car nearly flipping but recovering to finish the race. What? GP2 is great because the drivers are more experienced so there are less mistakes, but the combination of DRS and identical identical cars make for lots of overtaking. That's very cool. The shorter GP2 Germany race one had more overtaking than a full German F1 Grand Prix. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I have not yet watched any GP2 or GP3. Well, then your first will probably be in Austin next month. Ooh, that's very true. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, God, that's next month. Yeah, it sure is. Man. I still have book my flights. Oh, you should do that. Yeah. Hop aboard. Uh, and finally, did I say finally last time? Nope. Finally. Finally. The Rock. Alex in Bendigo, Victoria, Australia. Bendigo. Bendigo, Victoria. Yeah, Victoria, yeah. Sorry. Dear Drew and Danny, just to clarify, one would say worth in a game of Dota to the opposition generally. For example, you killed their courier, courier whilst dying yourself. I'm sure this is about the 100th email explaining this. Actually, it's the only one we got yeah. about Dota. Uh, making it definitely not worth, but oh well. I'm sure, though, worth moves could translate to the world of F1. Say if you were winning the championship and needed, say, a competitor not to finish, it might be worth to drive them off the track. Yeah, Aaron Sutton knows a thing or two about that. There you go. Uh, I guess it's lucky F1 doesn't have all speak between the... have all the drivers speak between themselves during a race. Uh... Yeah, there, there there are plenty of examples of people doing that sort of stuff. Or like teammates doing it for other teammates. But yeah. Right, like it doesn't really matter that I am keeping this guy behind you to me, mm. but you could go ahead and win the race. Yeah. Or I'm Meanwhile, s- I'm just going slow. Slowing down, yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Nasty. It's, it's an interesting like moral quandary, that sort of stuff. Because you're like, it, it, it kind of touches on the, 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 the truck thing we were talking about earlier, where it's like, there's a gray area between being competitive and being a piece of shit. And like sometimes those situations happen in F1 as well, where it's not that you're trying to crash into the other person, but like you're creating a scenario in which if the crash happens, you don't really mind as much uh, as as you would have in, in the situation if you didn't have the advantageous thing going in. So right. it's weird. 
Uh, I I think I tend to lean on the fact that these are racing drivers and they're always going to go fast, mm. but that's not always true, as we saw with uh, Nelson Pica Jr. Right. So there you go. And finally, worth. that was so worth. So worth. One last uh, link from Connor, who sends us uh, a clip of uh, one of the Channel Four guys in Red Bull's simulator. Oh, cool! So. The crazy hydraulic floating thing. Yeah, I yeah. thought these things were super secret and you weren't supposed to see them. No, they've shown off the Red Bull one a bunch, actually. Okay. I've, I saw it on the BBC years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I'll put a link to that. It's, it like is, a, it's a cockpit that's on... Uh, it's on hydraulics yeah. and it has a wraparound screen, which is pretty cool. Which, yeah, which moves with it, obviously. Right. Because that'd be fucking weird if it didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's watching nauseous. television. Yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, the thing moves forward and backwards a lot as well uh, to simulate um, uh, breaking G-force as well. Sure. So it's pretty cool. All right, Danny. We need to end this thing. It's getting we need to long. It. Yeah, I got to go. I got two days left in work and I have a video to edit that I need to finish. It's taking forever. I also have a video to edit. You do? Yes. Let's edit videos, Drew. Hooray, Danny. See you next week. Be sure to make get me in the building. <laughs> okay, I'll, be a, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll scan my badge. Okay. So you can walk in behind me. Yum. Yeah.